When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, live at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, this is Sooner Sports Talk, presented by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, bringing you the best in real Texas barbecue. Also brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Bud Light, it's for the fans. Homeland, proud sponsor of Sooner Football. And by Riverwind Casino, still the one. This is Sooner Sports Talk. Now, here are your hosts, Teddy Lehman and the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. All right, hi everybody and welcome to Rudy's. It is time for Sooner Sports Talk. We're at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Coming up in just a few moments, we'll be joined by the head coach of the Sooners, Lincoln Riley. But right now, please help me welcome. He won a Butkus and a Bednarik Award, and he is the best color analyst in all of college football. His name is Teddy Lehman, everybody. Appreciate it, T-Row. How we doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Love listening to you, Curtis. That was awesome. Well, thank you. I love Curtis. Curtis Lofton. CeeLo. Fantastic. It's good to have a linebacker on that knows what he's talking about. I know. Yeah. I know. It's a joke. Uh, Did you say Clark wants to talk to us? Okay. I think Clark Stroud is in Lincoln Riley's seat. There he is. (laughs) Clark Stroud, everyone. Hi, Clark. How are you doing? Good to see you guys. Teddy, you look great. I know. Thank you. Toby, you always look great as well. What's going on, Clark? Listen, we're just living the dream up here, preparing for Kansas, um, working night and day. Coach Riley, I I literally had to just pull him out of the meeting room, Uh and uh, he is so excited to be with you guys. I I would imagine. (laughs) Is he treating you well? Always, man. Always. I'm living the dream. I got the best job in America, Tobe. You know that. You do. You have a great job. Do you have uh, Teddy and I hotel rooms in Overland Park? Actually, I do. I've got uh, your your rooming with Perry on Winfrey, and (laughs) Teddy's going to be rooming with Bray Walker. So everything's (laughs) going to go great. I've got it all worked out. We'll get you taken care of. All right. Very good. Good to talk to you, Clark. Here comes a head ball coach, Tobe. All right. See you later. There you go. Clark Stroud, everybody. Oh, fantastic. National treasure right there. Oh, he is. He is. Uh, 52-31, the final OU over TCU. We're going to talk about that. We're going to look ahead 
to the Kansas game as well. I mean, they played pretty well, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They got it rolling now. Uh, 50 points, back-to-back -back games. Um, yeah, I got the running game going, which is excellent. You know, uh, uh, we've had a rocky start a little bit in some, in some of the running aspects. But, boy, Kansas State, Texas, and now... Uh, TCU, three games in a row. Got it rolling. Opening segment presented by Noble McIntyre. McIntyre Law, the law firm you should turn to for all of your personal injury needs. Let's welcome in now the head ball coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, Lincoln Riley, everybody. Hi, coach. Hey, guys. How we doing? I'm good. Sorry we had to subject you to Clark. <laughs> it's okay. It was a nice surprise, that's for <laughs> sure. Uh, all right, coach. I like starting with just kind of getting your, your feel. What would you like? What would you not like from Saturday night? Uh, man, I love the start. You know, that was a, a big emphasis throughout the week was getting off to a fast start just as a team, and, and we definitely did that. Um, you know, we had, our, we had our moments on all sides. Uh, you know, as Teddy was saying, we, we got the run game going, and for the most part on the night offensively played pretty well. Had a couple of drives where we weren't very good, but, um, you know, pretty pretty efficient night offensively, and, and we're able to get loose and make a few big plays. Thought the offensive line did a, a really nice job. Um, uh, you know, defensively, we were we were hit or miss. We had some really good moments and some really good plays, uh, but we were uh, we, we probably probably the biggest probably two biggest disappointments. I would say defensively, we, you know, our front was was uh, not near as impactful as, as we expect it to be, and then our and then our tackling, um, you know, really really across the board. Um, just felt like we were in, in position in a lot of times. Obviously, phenomenal job here, uh, but. Um, you know, just we weren't quite as sharp there and as good as we need to be. Um, our, our short yardage defense was great. We had several short yardage stops, uh, but uh, certainly expect to play better there, no question about it. Uh, and then had some some pretty good moments uh, from a special team standpoint. Um, you know, especially you know at that punt really flipped the field a couple of times and did some did some great things. Michael Turk, I think the highest uh, punting average in the history of the school, and the last two games he's had two of the three. Uh, best single season efforts uh, or single game efforts for uh, for punting average, which is pretty amazing when you consider the history of the school. So, um, yeah, we're you know we're progressing, we're getting better. Um, you know, we're, we're 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 winning in a lot of different ways right now, which I think is good, and uh, we're just going to keep pushing. You mentioned defensively, um, D line maybe not as productive as, as you'd like, and in, in some of the tackling stuff. Is there is there something that you see that is a problem that that you really got to identify, or is you know injuries having having some starters out defensively has to impact that they're really big. So is it a little bit of both? Is it mainly injuries? What do you see there? Yeah, I would say a combination of all. I mean, I you know there's there's certainly some injuries at some positions that that have you know have had an impact. Now, does that mean we've got guys out there that aren't capable? No, but we do have some young guys and we've had to move some guys around position that are learning on the fly and you know these guys are going to be really really good players and they're getting better quickly right now and that's been the I think one of the silver linings of this is so many guys have been forced into action and and are and definitely are improving um yeah I mean I think I think for us uh, you know we the defensive line is is kind of our bread and butter uh, defensively right now, and and you know we count on those guys to be great every single week, and it is a high standard. Uh, but you know we feel like they're capable of it, and uh, and so and then as you know as good as anybody, Teddy. I mean, great team defense comes from all three levels. You know, playing well, playing well together, doing their part. Um, 
you know, if one group's struggling, the other right raises its game up. I mean, it's uh, you got to be very complimentary there. And uh, again, we had times where we were, uh, but uh, we had times that we were not, and it showed against a, a good offensive uh, football team like TCU is. I want to take you to the offensive side. Um, your quarterback's receiving a lot of praise and attention out there, and, and it's deserved. He's been phenomenal the last six quarters. Are you surprised that he's handling all this with so much poise? Did you expect this out of him? Um, I mean, I've obviously thought he was going to be a good player bringing him in, and, and um, you know, we've we've worked hard to, to prepare him as much as possible. And but you know, you never know exactly how all these scenarios are going to unfold. Um, you know, he's he's come in there and and you know, just been himself and done a, a pretty good job decision making, and and, uh, and he's taking care of the football. So I mean, that's been the that's been the most important thing, and he's he's done those well. So now he's he's definitely getting you know getting better, learning more, um, but. Yeah, he's done a good job handling it. You know, you get some of your first real true game action, and it's always interesting to see how, how guys are going to play. And uh, he's done a good job rising up, you know, doing his job and, and you know, having a thing I've liked. He's, he's just stayed himself. He hasn't tried to, you know, now that he's out there playing, he hasn't tried to, you know, become something he's not or do something, you know, play uh, out of his comfort zone or out of you know out of the offense he's he's just uh went out there and done his job and 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 played pretty well to the amateur's eyes such as mine you got to really nitpick to find where he could be better to the experts eyes such as yours yeah. where can he be better oh man we, we, do, we don't we don't got all night but he's uh he's, give me two or three places yeah there's there's a lot i mean there's there's a lot of his decision making has been good, but um, he certainly had some things um, in the two games that he's missed that we wouldn't expect to miss. Um, he was definitely a little cleaner the other night. You know, part of that was just, you know, I think getting a, a full week to to prepare, uh, which that that obviously helps for the guy that's going to play. Um, yeah, there's some fundamental things he can do better. Uh, some things with managing uh, game clock, play clocks. Um, Communication. I mean, there's there, there's a lot. I mean, it's gonna, you know, it's always a climb for these guys. So, um, and, and the thing for him, I mean, it, each week's gonna be a new challenge. Um, you know, it's great that he did some good things against TCU, but for him and for our whole team, it's you know, what are you doing this week? What are you doing right now? What are you doing today? Because the challenges aren't gonna be the same as what we faced last week, and that'll continue to evolve as the years as the year goes on. So, he just got to continue to learn, grow, progress. Um, you know, correct the things that he needs to correct, and and it's just a young player that's that's building and growing. Offensive line looks like they've really started to hit their stride. Um, what have you seen there that's really created that? Is it just cohesion, playing more together, more reps, more snaps, more experience, or is there something that you know maybe has changed a little bit out there that's driven that? No, I think I think you know we're we're getting some really good leadership right now from from our old guys and 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 good play uh you know Tyrese Robinson Marquis says have really you know played well here as of late uh Eric Swenson came in uh the other night at right tackle and played fantastic so I mean some of our leaders and bell cows are, are leading well really demanding a lot out of the group and uh and playing well and then and then I think some of our young slash new guys you know um Rain was was much better the other night uh, Anton Harrison played what probably was his best game uh, in an OU uniform up to this point. Um, he, he really played at a high level. Uh, Chris Murray uh, played well. So, I mean, we, 
you know, we're getting contributions from a lot of guys and, and really you're seeing the, the group just kind of each raise their game individually and and uh, they're communicating better. I mean, we're just we're just playing a better football. I mean, all the way around, guys are individually playing better. We're working better together. Uh, so we're, we're we're progressing there. Five combined penalties the last two games, Coach. You had two against Texas, three against TCU. I'm guessing that makes you very happy. It does, you know, and just, just because it's something that we've really emphasized and, and knew we had to be a lot better as a football team. And you see some of the results. I mean, those, you know, being low and not putting ourselves behind uh, in, in penalties have been a big part of winning these last couple of games. And it, it, it can certainly be a difference. Um, so, um, yeah, we, we knew to, you know, to, to become the team that we felt like we could be, that was going to be a big part of it, is could we make some progress in that area? And I think, you know, seven games in, we would say that we certainly have made progress. During the game, Herb Street said that Caleb Williams is a Heisman contender now. Six quarters into his, his playing career in the middle of a season, are you surprised to hear that? And does that change how – do you have to address that or approach that as, you know, not to, to get out over your skis on this thing? Or is it just you put that to the side and on you guys go? Yeah, I mean, the, I think the guys kind of know me. I don't get real wrapped up in that kind of stuff. And I expect them, I expect the same out of them. And so I, I definitely, you know, I talk to guys coming into season, just our entire room, the team, but especially that room, because that room at this university is probably looked at, uh, differently than any other room at any other university in the country. And uh, and so, you know, talk to the guys about that, the, the expectations that matter and, you know, what's on the outside and the fact that that doesn't matter. And I, and I have to talk to some of it. I've talked to all of our guys in the past about it and, and Caleb in this moment right now that, you know, you just that, – that's the thing when you, when you coach or play quarterback at OU – if it goes well, you're going to be the greatest quarterback that's ever played. And if something doesn't go well, you're going to be the worst. I mean, again, there's kind of said about the team. I mean, there's not much in between here. And so we it's always going to get overblown. And so if you don't play great and you can't worry about you got to understand that's going to get overblown and you got to not pay attention to it. And if you play well, it's probably more dangerous because everybody's going to tell you how great you are. And again, for me, it's you know, some people have said and people in the media like, well, He's acting like Caleb hasn't played well. Like Caleb has played well, but I'm also a realist, and I I see a million different things that he's got to do to improve, and I've got to do to to, to help as far as coaching him. And so that that's what matters in the end, and all that other stuff will take care of itself. So we're going to try to keep him and all of us focused on what really matters. All right, timeout time. When we come back, we'll start to hit some of your questions from Twitter. We've got Butkus Brain Teaser tonight. Curtis Lofton has a question for Coach. We're just underway. It's the Lincoln Riley Show here at, Rudy, at Rudy's. We'll be back. Thank you to our Cornerstone Television partners, OU Health and Anheuser-Busch, and our community partners, Fowler Auto Group, OU Health, OG&E, and Coca-Cola. Sports TV is brought to you by the best place to gear up for game day is shop.soonersports.com. Kincaid Coach Lines, the official motor coach carrier of Sooner Athletics. Bud Light, it's for the fans. Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, bringing you the best in real Texas barbecue. 
Homeland, your homegrown advantage. Proud sponsor of Sooner Athletics. Walden Cleaners and Laundry, where the difference is quality. Welcome back to Rudy's. Toby and Teddy with you. Hey, whether you're home gating or tailgating for the OU game, make a winning play with Tostitos Chips. Tostitos packs the crunch for a touchdown in taste. Sooners beat TCU 52-31. Kansas coming up at 11 a.m. Saturday in Lawrence. Lincoln Riley is with us. And, Coach, we're going to start this segment with uh, the Academy Sports and Outdoors uh, tweet, uh, Twitter line and the question of the night, our Rudy's question of the night, comes from Drew Dugan, who asks, at this time of the year, with lots of people banged up, but a need for tackling drills, how do you encourage better tackling without extensive contact? Well, yeah, I got asked a very similar question in the presser today. And I mean, you know, tackling is not just physically getting somebody to the ground. That's obviously part of it. And there's a there's technique and fundamentals there that we uh, work on all the time, continue to work on. Uh, you, you, you have to practice tackling, but there's also, you know, being in great position and, you know, running stunts when you're supposed to run them, being in the proper spot on your run fits, being in the proper uh, spots in your coverages. And uh, when we go back and watch the film, the majority of missed tackles that we've had are guys putting themselves in bad position where it's more difficult to physically get the guy to the ground. So, uh, no question we've got to be better fundamentally, but there's there's a lot to it, and we've got to play a, uh, a lot cleaner. We've got to do our job uh, with all 11 guys much more often. We do that, and you're going to see you're going to see the tackling uh, go to a lot higher level just on that alone. Drew, good question. We've got a $50 gift card headed your way from Rudy's. All right, our Academy question of the night comes from one of our Academy employees, and here's what they ask for you tonight, Coach. Hey, Coach Riley, how often do players come back to the sideline during a game and give you suggestions you will actually try? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, depends which player it is. There's some players that they'll come to the sideline and say, Coach, we should do that. And I'll say, okay, and there's no chance we're going to do it. Um, most of them. Now, there, there are a few that you trust and you trust what they see um, and have a good feel for it through the years that I would listen to a little bit more than most and maybe maybe take some stock in a, in a suggestion. But uh, they almost as? always have good intentions, but rare, but most of, them, uh, most of them aren't entirely accurate. Who were some of your more trusted ones? Uh, you know, Dimitri Flowers was, was, was pretty good. Uh, he, he saw things pretty well. Um, you know, Baker and Kyler were both – we're both pretty good at it. Um, I, they, they both were. Kyler especially would had no problem suggesting something, but he was <laughs> he was typically he was he was right more often than not. Um, uh, you know, and then the other guys, you just get they just want the ball. You know, it'll be you'll ask some receiver that you did. You know, maybe we didn't catch up top or I didn't see on the field on a route. You ask him after like, were you open? It's all oh, wide open. You'll go back. He's got like three people around him. You're like, oh, okay. So uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta be careful. Well, uh, I, I've noticed that you know, and maybe it was a suggestion, but probably not. You guys have been pushing it down the field. A little bit more the last couple of games is has that been a, a reaction to maybe how Texas TCU have been playing you guys is it maybe you asking your quarterback be a little bit more aggressive what, what's kind of led to, to throwing it deeper a little bit more often yeah I, I think um, 
You know, it's something we always want to do. I mean, we, we want to make big plays. You know, we want to give our guys opportunities to make big plays down the field. Um, I think a big part of it's been the, the, the previous point, the emergence of, of our run game and how well we've been able to run the ball. And, you know, when you do that, you just put so much pressure on a defense. I mean, no defense likes to give up rushing yards. It's a, it's a helpless feeling. And uh, so, you know, most people are going to obviously get more aggressive, and then that gives you some chances. So, um, no, it's been, been good to see, been good to get the ball down the field. That's, that's the style we want to play is – I mean, we want to be able to throw it anywhere and everywhere, but we, we certainly, you know, want to be able to push the ball down the field, stretch the field vertically, and make people defend all parts of it. Kennedy Brooks, two-pronged question. One, it seems like this year he's been great for you in the past. It seems like this year he's added kind of a finishing physicality to his runs, like he's delivering the blow and getting a couple extra yards out of these runs and then that last drive speaking of running the ball when they know you're going to run it I mean that had echoes of Samaj P. Ryan and Trey Sermon some of these teams you've had in the past where you just finish the game and there's nothing they can do about it that's got to be especially satisfying it was it was you know we had a couple of opportunities to do that last year and it was something we, we weren't great at um, uh, but be able to do that the other night was awesome. Yeah, it really reminded me of the the Big 12 championship in 17 against uh, against TCU when we ran out a, t- a ton of clock there at the end. But yeah, we were efficient. Obviously, the line was very good. Kennedy was very good. Um, yeah, he is. He's, he's definitely you know, he's worked hard on his body. He's, I think he's probably physically at a higher point uh, than maybe he's been in other years, and you do see that. Um, so now he's he's done. He's done really, really well, man. He's, uh, you know, he's uh, he's making big plays, but also, you know, showing the ability like he did the other night to close it. And that's, uh, you know, great backs tend to find a way to do that. You know, I, I think you j- just it made me think of it watching Swenson on some of these that, he, you know, he kind of came off the bench and played well. And I heard you talking about Justin Broyles on defensively. And how he's been able to come in and add some stability. He's played both safety. He's played nickel. It's given you guys some flexibility there on on moving some some guys around. How's that been like to watch some of those different guys come in and play some of those really important roles? Yeah, those guys have been two of the more important guys on our roster. I mean, I'd throw you know, Caleb Caleb Kelly, uh, you know, Brian Mead. Uh, I throw those guys in there too, and I may be missing somebody, but you know, guys that have been around a long time, they've had a lot of different roles, they've played different positions, you know, they've all had ups and downs in their career, um, you know, and here they all are back here, you know, on the back end of their career, and still finding ways to contribute, and it's just so impactful. I mean, it just for any young player in our program that maybe is frustrated about not getting their opportunity or wondering what that's going to look like, it's a it's a great example. It's it's unselfish, um, and it's and they these guys have played big time ball for us. I mean, I with all the injuries and lineup changes that we've had defensively, I hard to imagine where we would be without Justin Broles at this point in the season. I mean, he's he's probably been our best defensive back this year. He's played he's played at a high level and. Uh, have played so many different positions and, and done it very, very well. Um, you know, Swenson was huge for us the other night. Caleb Kelly obviously has made a lot of big plays in the first half of the year and, and uh, been great for us on defense and special teams. So you got to have guys like that. I mean, guys that love this program and do anything for it, and, and no role is, you know, no role is too small. Um, they just they just want to help, and it's uh, again great example for all of our players, and it, it helps kind of set the 
the tone for what we want this program to be. We've talked uh, a couple of weeks ago about the idea of having speakers and helmets so you could communicate with quarterbacks. Uh, we talked about like the, the art of, you know, side stealing in the games. You had a little extra protection, it looked like, on Saturday. You had the extra shield up there to try to protect your signs as you sent them in. Were, was there extra concern Saturday because of guys who used to play for you on the other sidelines, or what brought that about? Um, yeah, I mean, some that. And I mean, the, this is also, a, uh, you know, the staff in the Big 12, that they're really the only defensive staff that we've been playing against for, you know, the, the entire time that we've been here, you know, since 2015, you know. And so we – both sides know each other very well. And uh, so – I'll leave it at that. Okay. Is that fair enough? <laughs> they haven't right. been very successful at knowing what's coming Ooh. over the last couple of years. I'll say that. We'll take a break. When we come back, the Butkus Brain Teaser tonight, Curtis Lofton has a question for you as well. Coach, you're watching the Lincoln Riley Show here at Rudy's. The One Pass is your one ticket to 80-plus Sooner athletic events and access to exclusive experiences. Visit Soonersports.com slash One Pass for more information on how to experience the best in collegiate athletics. And hey, Sooner fans, when you download the Chick-fil-A app and order, you can start earning points toward delicious rewards. We got one more segment here with Lincoln Riley. We welcome the head coach back in now as they get set to take on the Kansas Jayhawks at 11 a.m. on Saturday. And Coach, the last hour, Curtis Lofton was with us, former defensive player of the year in the Big 12, and he had this question for you. Coach Riley, CeeLo here. Question for you. The linebackers, to me, um, how would you grade those guys out? Are they playing good, they playing bad, or would you say they're playing average? Uh, I would say another group that we have really, really high expectations for uh, with, with a number of those guys back, a number of guys that have played in this system. Um, you know, we've been we've been a little hit or miss there. We, we've had some really good moments. You know, you know, Asamoah had several big plays the other night. Uh, Sean White had a couple big plays. Stutzman's obviously done a lot of good things. Shane Witter's done some nice things. Yawebu, I mean, we've... We've got some contributions, but we need to be more more consistent. We do. Um, we've made a few too many mistakes um, in, in, in a few of the last weeks, uh, but but getting better, it certainly has. And uh, it's a very competitive room, and I think it'll be interesting to see. You know, as we go through, as you know, does that room start to narrow down and do true, you know, starters and do true kind of lead dogs emerge that we end up playing a little bit more than the others. So. Uh, I love the competition, and uh, we've played. We've played. We've played solid. We've had some moments of really good, but we think we can be better. You guys have uh, put a long stretch together, and it's going to get longer. Um, I, is there anything different you do to manage whenever you don't have a bye week in there, or is it just you? There's nothing you can do. You just continue to grind away. Yeah, we, we've we've plowed through for the most part. We did give them. Um, we didn't get on the field uh, on on Monday of this week. Was, uh, we've been lightening the load a little bit here and there, but we felt like it was time to give them one extra day off their off their legs, and so we did a lot of mental work and walkthroughs and all of that. Um, and which is not not abnormal when you've had a stretch like we've had. So um, you know you're trying to balance right now the getting them ready and correcting things you need correct with also making sure their, their bodies are, are ready to go play and perform on Saturday. So um, uh, we're trying to keep it in mind. And, yeah, certainly it'll be good to 
And hopefully we can, you know, play well here and have a chance to play well the next week at home and then, you know, get some guys healed up and rested and, and get ready for that final stretch. The fair catch rule on the kickoffs is something that old school football players are still having a hard time getting used to when they see it. What are the pros and cons in your mind to the fair catch versus the return? Well, I mean, they've, they've made the they've made the kickoff return, you know, not quite as big a part of the game. Um, uh, you know, different people have done and different programs have done different things with this rule. Um, some people still return a lot of kicks. Some people are, are more conservative. I mean, we, you know, for us, it's uh, you know still a week-to-week thing and a matchup thing and a game situation thing. Um, you know, I think the thing is, if you're gonna you're gonna spend the time on it, you're gonna go out there and um, spend the reps in practice, spend their game reps because those are those are plays. I mean, they're high-impact, high-speed plays. You know, you want to make sure that you're getting a reward for it. Um, there needs to be something that the team is gaining from it. And so we've just tried to keep that in mind. Um, obviously, we had some pretty big ones last year. I think we'll get some opportunities here in the back half of the season. Um, uh, and we've, we've placed a couple kickers that have done a pretty good job with, with where they place the ball. So, yeah, it's a little bit of a cat and mouse game of, you know, when do you return, when do you not? Because, uh, I mean, if you look at the some of the national stats that, you know, you get some of these teams that are returning a bunch of kicks. At the end of the year, you look at it, and their average starting position is the 20-yard line after it. And you're like, man, you did all that work, put your guys at risk, that many plays, all that. And if you'd have fair caught them all, you'd have started five yards, you know, five yards further down the field. So um, there's definitely some uh, a little bit of gamesmanship to it, and and a little bit more to think about maybe than in the past. But yeah, it has changed it because you know typically. You know, against most good kickers, you only get, you know, a ball or two a game maybe that's actually returnable. So it's, uh, you know, trying to hit it at the right time has uh, become a little bit more of a challenge. You know, um, this week, I feel like it comes up every year. You're playing a team that uh, is really struggling right now. Do you manage this any different reps-wise for guys, considering that you've got some positions that are really banged up right now, or do you just you go in with a typical plan, and then maybe if that comes up, you you look at it at that time, or, or is it something where you've got to try and uh, look at that beforehand and try and get guys maybe a little few fewer reps than typical? Yeah, I mean, I think the the, the number one. It's probably more the second option. What you said. I think the, the number one thing for us officers is go down there and and uh, and win the football game. And so we've got to do everything that we can to put ourselves in position to do that. And if we do get a chance to to play some more guys, and then then we'll adjust to that as needed. But you know, if you're going and playing a conference game on the road, and and uh, so we're gonna you know approach it as that, and then we'll see how the game plays out. And if we get an opportunity to adjust, then we will from there. What's your impression of Kansas? And have you had any opportunity in the past to cross paths with Lance Leipold? Uh, you know, now with the with the all of our coaches' meetings being virtual, I mean, we've we've I guess had a chance to connect, you know, via virtual meetings, but not in person yet. So I'm I'm excited to meet him. Um, big fan of his for a long time and the job that he's done. I mean, everybody knows the the quality of coach and quality of staff there, and and uh, you know, there's no question he's gonna he's gonna make that program better. So. Um, yeah, I mean, you, st- you see, 
you see talented players. Um, you see a group that's still finding their way. They've had some injuries. They've had some transfers. They're still, you know, working through all of that, working through new systems. I mean, kind of all those typical things with a with a new system, but and a, and a new staff. But um, they'll they're going to continue to improve. And again, that's for us. It's you know, we don't take any of these opportunities for granted. Um, you know, we we've spent a lot of time talking about road football and the challenges that it presents so we only get so many of these so we're going to go try to make the most of this one all right it's time to put the uh, undefeated record on the line for coach riley it's time for tonight's butkus brain teaser brought to you by the oklahoma education association fighting unapologetically for every student across the state no matter their zip code teddy okay i have to go way back 2016 um ou texas I know we thought we uh, had passed this week, but let's go back to OU Texas. First quarter of the game, score is zero to zero. There's 9.26 left in the first quarter. Third and nine, minus 32 yard line, left hash. I like what you've done here because usually you pick the team we're about to play. Yeah. And so. Maybe he's been watching some film or whatever. Tonight, you've gone to a different team than they're playing this week. I, hopes of Yeah, even though I don't think he would have been watching 2016 Kansas, but, you know, yeah. I, it was a bit of a changeup. It's third and nine. Third and nine, minus 32, left hash. Scoreless, first Scoreless, quarter. Scoreless, zero, 0-0, first quarter. Minus, minus, one, one, one more time, minus what? Minus 32-yard line, left hash. We rarely see Lincoln go to prayer, but he just <laughs> did. <laughs> For those of you in the radio audience, he's leaning forward, head, <laughs> chin in hands. 2016 is he's a struggled. long time ago now. This yeah. is a struggle. He's no, struggling this tonight. Is a, this is a struggle. It's 2016 tough. Texas. Yeah, that was... Uh, Baker Mayfield. Uh, hey, don't give him any hints. So we've been going that way. First quarter. Third and nine. Cotton Bowl, Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Negative 32 left hash. Now looking up to the right. You might have him tonight, Tim. I know. It's yeah. a tough one. It's yeah, a really might. tough one. Last week, you pulled out what Carson Meyer play. Yeah. He got it. Yeah. I could throw it. I, should I throw him a lifeline? I mean, is I'm, it? I'm going to need it. I don't, I, don't, I don't know it. It's 20 personnel. I don't know if that helps you at all. To explain to the people in the audience what 20 personnel is. Two backs. Well... I guess with OU, it's kind of a, a little bit different. Uh, two backs, no tight end, three wide receivers. We do have a, like a slash, I guess it would, you could call it 21, but it's Andrews is in. But I think they treated him as a wide receiver. Mm -hmm. So, but you're saying we were in, we were in two true backs? Y yes, tailbacks. Golly. I, I, don't, I don't know it. Yes, I, I, I thought. No guess. Oh, man. I, I was actually thinking another play, the 20 personnel. 
third and nine. We were in 20. If you just, uh, I'm being asked by the producer if he can show the freeze. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, you know. You... I, don't, I, I don't know it. No, it I don't know it. What were you going to say? I was going to say that it's, not only did I not go to Kansas, it's the first time that I've uh, put a play like this in there if they want to play it. Yeah, okay, let's roll the play here. I'll 2016, be, I'll be mad when OU, I see it, Texas. Sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, a stunning turn of events tonight. Oh, yeah, basic, yeah. Right down the middle yeah. to Mark Andrews, and oh, it's man. an interception. <laughs> you put a negative <laughs> play out there? I, well, here was my What hope. are you doing throwing it? And I, I'm, I feel sorry, sorry, Baker, uh, that I had to put that in there. But I, my hope was that interceptions like those on film went to yeah. somewhere to die, never to be looked at again. That's why, did, that's why I didn't remember. <laughs> Completely you, you erases on. them from his memory. What are you doing? Hey, you I know don't what? know whether to cheer you or boo you hey, right now. I've been forced into this situation by him, okay? <laughs> it's not my fault. He's getting booed from the crowd here tonight. Uh, all right, well, congratulations to you. Yes. That's got to feel good. I'm sure everyone loves that. That's got to feel good. <laughs> Coach, good of luck. Of course, again. the defensive guy had to go with a turnover, right? Yeah, it's about time, yeah. right? Yeah. I've been right. waiting all this time for that. <laughs> Coach, good luck against the Jayhawks, and thanks for your time tonight. We Sounds appreciate good. it. You got it. Thanks, Lincoln guys. Riley, everybody. Huh? That was weak. Weak yeah. sauce by you. We'll take a timeout. We're not done yet. We got more here on the Lincoln Riley Show. Stay with us. <laughs> Big 12 report presented by Kincaid Coach Lines, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. There's the standings up to date in the Big 12. Sooners and Cowboys unbeaten. Mm. Baylor, Iowa State with one loss. Will the Big 12 championship game, Teddy, be between those four teams right there? Can anybody below that get in? Well, mathematically, yes, but I think that's who you're looking at right now. And Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Iowa State, I think are all starting to play really good football. Baylor uh, taking care of the football really well. Bohannon still hasn't thrown an interception. Iowa State's getting their offense back together, playing really good defense, only giving up 16 points a game. And Oklahoma State um, you know, as long as they don't turn the football over on offense, they are really dangerous. It's it's shaping up to be a, a really tough stretch. <laughs> we play that's our last three games yeah, of the season, it. right there. So the three teams. Here's the schedule this week in the Big 12. K State goes to Lubbock. Of course, the Sooners get the Jayhawks and Lawrence. OSU Iowa State game of the week in the conference. That'll be in Ames at 2:30. West Virginia goes to TCU. We'll take a timeout and wrap it up here from Rudy's. When we come back, you're watching Sooner Sports Talk. Sooner Sports TV is brought to you by Bud Light. It's for the fans. Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, bringing you the best in real Texas barbecue. Homeland, your homegrown advantage. Proud sponsor of Sooner Athletics. OU's football games are available on Exodus 96.5 FM in Oklahoma City and 101.5 FM El Patron in Tulsa, as well as on those stations' websites. Each OU Spanish broadcast will feature a 30-minute pregame show and a 15-minute postgame show. 
All right, last segment. Hey, men's and women's basketball mini plans and single game tickets are on sale now. Don't miss any of the action. Secure your seats today. Call 405-324-2424 or go to Soonersports.com slash tickets. Make sure you're there for the next Sooner Magic moment by locking in your membership with the Sooner Club. Your 2022 membership renewal now available, including early renewal incentives and monthly payment plans. For more info, go to SoonerClub.com slash renew 22 today. Keys to the game for OU in Lawrence. What are they? Well, I think uh, the biggest thing is keep that run game going. Um, they've really started to hit that stride. Kansas State was a good game. Back that up with a good game against Texas. And then, obviously, TCU, Kennedy Brooks is really starting to roll. Keep that momentum going. And uh, I even hope we see Marcus Major. Uh, got in the game just for a limited uh, number of reps there against TCU. I'd like to see him have a bulk of carries there in the second half. Uh, you can't really make it a key, but uh, you'd hate to take any injuries right now at this moment. Um, I think defensively, get really aggressive. Uh, this is an opportunity to get aggressive out there, get that mindset back a little bit, uh, maybe dial up some blitzes. We, we haven't been a big blitz team uh, over the last couple of games. Maybe this is an opportunity to really apply that pressure and uh, come out of it feeling a little bit better on the back end. And then they've been great with penalties. Play a penalty-free, turnover-free football game and win on special teams, and I think you'll come out of this one happy. Uh, that's always always the only thing that can be an equalizer against a team like Kansas. You're the best, Butkus. Congratulations on your win and the brain teaser tonight. <laughs> 11 o'clock kickoff in Lawrence. Pre-game show for Sooner Radio starts at 9 a.m. And we will see you next week on Sooner Sports Talk. Boomer Sooner, everybody. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.